Hello and good afternoon, everyone. This is Joe Yancey with Believe. On today's show, we're going to take a look at the home opener for the Missouri Football Tigers. Tonight, Mizzou is going to welcome the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. Not a conference, uh, wouldn't call them a foe, uh, definitely not a rival. Uh, many would probably refer to this as a warm-up game of sorts. Some would maybe call it a layup. I'm certain that uh, that's what coach of the Mizzou Tigers, Eli Drinkwitz, and team would hope that it is. I think paramount uh, and important to all is the Mizzou Tigers uh, leaving this game, obviously with a W, uh, and equally as important is uh, leaving healthy. So a concern uh, that I always have, and this is similar to what you see in the National Football League with preseason football. You know, there is almost inevitably always multiple, I mean, significant, tons of them, big injuries in the National Football League in the preseason. And as the season starts to trek towards regular season, we've seen a handful of them in the last week or two. And it's not to uh, diminish the quality of the competition in Louisiana Tech. Uh, It's not a negative thing. It's just that this is an opponent that, by all accounts, should be a fairly easy victory. And if the Tigers can find a way to escape uh, without significant injury and getting a W, uh, that in itself uh, would be would be pivotal. So, uh, in terms of the details, uh, we're at home in Columbia. Uh, for row at Memorial Field. Kickoff is 7 p.m. There's sure to be uh, festivities and fanfare prior to kickoff. Um, this is the home opener. Uh, it's a big deal. So you can find this on ESPNU. You can find it on Fubo. There may be other areas where uh, or channels, networks where the game is streamed. Uh, those two I know are, are certainly there. There's multiple options on purchasing. I will be present uh, at the game. So once I wrap this show up, uh, shortly after publishing or shortly before publishing, I'll be on the road and headed there. I'm in the St. Louis area, so not too far out, but an hour and 45 away. Uh, so I'll be there rooting on the Tigers. Uh, one other important piece, uh, if you want to go to the game and you're in the area or will be in the area, there are still tickets left. Um, those are sure to... Uh, probably sell out. I saw tickets on TickPick um, for as cheap as uh, 15 bucks. I certainly don't sponsor or recommend any of them. Generally, when I purchase, I go there because of the lack of fees. But, you know, obviously StubHub, Ticketmaster, uh, direct from the Mizzou website. There's a million places you can purchase the tickets. And I'm certain you can pick them up at the box office uh, at the actual venue. So getting into the details of what we're looking at tonight, The most important things, again, above all, the things we want to keep in mind for this game is A, do they win, (laughs) right? That's why you play. B, how convincing is the win? And C, which is probably more of like a a 1A, this is probably 1A and 1B, win and then win and do so uh, in a healthy way. Because ultimately, we're showcasing... And when I say we're, I should say Mizzou is showcasing a lot of new pieces. Um, Luther Burden, you know, superstar, 
phenom. I have no doubts that his ability uh, to compete uh, and compete on this stage and likely somewhere in the future on the highest stage in the National Football League, I have no doubts in his ability to compete and be one of the better players uh, at the college level in, in this season. So that's a new piece. Uh, you know, we also have to understand that Brady Cook, Brady Cook's experience as a starting quarterback and taking this thing from soup to nuts, front to back, is pretty limited. So we want to keep an eye on that. And we're also looking at a new running back in the fold. So with Elijah Young, who is also a very talented young man, uh, but it's a newer role for him to you know carry the sauce throughout the entire game. So your three key pieces on the offensive skill set side of the ball working together, it would not be the most surprising thing should there be uh, some errors or some issues there. So the continuity that these three guys have, and obviously it's a team effort. It's not just these three pieces, these three players. But your most relied upon skill set positions don't have a lot of game time together. Uh, They actually have no game time, all of them together, but don't have probably a lot of live action time together. Scrimmaging and practices, those are helpful. You can you can try to emulate what that would look like in a live game, uh, live action experience. But the reality is these pieces playing together on the biggest stage, opening the season at home with lofty expectations against a non-SEC foe, the expectations are lofty uh, and they're big. If we can... Remember to how Brady Cook performed uh, last year in the Armed Forces Bowl against Army. It's really important to understand what the expectation was first, uh, what his role was second, uh, and then third, we can look at the result. But Coach Drinkwitz and team, the, the expectation I don't think was that he would win. I don't think anyone thought Brady comes out and leads us to a victory. I think the expectation was safe play, manage the ball in the offense to the best of your ability without making a lot of mistakes, and just being a good in-game manager of the team on the offensive side of the ball. That seemed to be pretty clear to me. I, I could be wrong. I certainly wasn't in the huddle or wasn't in the locker room, but the amount of chances, uh, deep shots, uh, double coverage, it's not, it's not to insinuate that it's ever a good idea to throw in the double coverage, but the amount of risk and chances that Brady Cook took last year in that bowl game were very minimal. There, there weren't a lot of them, and that was intentional. For a lot of different reasons. A, it builds us confidence. B, they're more likely to win if you don't throw five picks. But also because they could move the football and they could put points on the board by being safe and playing that game conservatively. They didn't win, but it, by all accounts, was mostly a close game. So the expectation for Brady Cook going into that bowl game was not, I expect you to start you're officially a starter on this game and you're going to bring us a W and there's no exceptions. That wasn't the expectation. 
the expectation was to manage the game, don't make a lot of mistakes, and let's see how you can play when we provide you a very conservative, very safe, less risky playbook. And and Brady played well. His completion percentage was great. His uh, passer rating was fantastic. He didn't make a lot of mistakes, but he also wasn't, quote, putting the team on his back. You know, these kind of cliches, you know, the leave it all in the field, put the team on your back, you know, one play at like That wasn't, we weren't living one play at a time. By all accounts, that game probably didn't mean as much to the University of Missouri as it meant to Brady Cook because that was his time to shine on a big stage. And by all accounts, I think he did well. But Mizzou as a program was disappointed in the season they had year last year. Did they want to win the Armed Forces Bowl? Of course. Uh, was losing at the end of the world? No. Because even with a W there, the season was still a pretty big disappointment. I don't know if it's a tremendous or a massive disappointment, but with or without a victory in that bowl game last year, that was a disappointment. And these are the the pieces and the, and the risk that the University of Missouri, the the you know the university, the athletic department, um, the football program, they everyone that falls under that umbrella, any sport, they all knew what this risk looked like when you walk into the SEC. It's different than the Big Twelve and the Big Eight, and there were certainly times where the Big Twelve and the Big Eight were extremely competitive, but haven't been at this level specifically in football for many 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 years. So that's the expectation. That was, excuse me, the expectation for Brady Cook walking into uh, the bowl game last year. The role, the role was to simply show up and move the football down the field and be the conservative quarterback that you are, hand the ball off, and when passing opportunities presented themselves that were obvious, open, wide receivers hit them. If they weren't, keep the ball, tuck and run, hand the ball off, throw it out of bounds, anything but making a lot of mistakes. So he played that role very well. And ultimately, the result, all things considered, pretty good. I mean, from what we expected, and I don't know what we expected, I know what I expected, I was pleased with it. So now enter 2022, and he's the guy. To say that Mizzou has a crowded and very talented quarterback room would be a huge understatement. It's a great problem for coach to have, but it's still a problem for coach to have. So when you look at the guys and you look at the most recent depth chart that was published, you're probably thinking, what kind of rope does Brady have, right? Can he climb to the top and be the man or can he hang himself with it? Well, no one knows that. And I honestly don't know that coach Drinkwitz knows that either. He probably has some unofficial statistics in his head, um, you know, some invisible hourglass that no one can see but himself and his staff. But my assumption is, barring injury, Brady Cook is the guy, even if he falters a little bit. Now, if he falters in very winnable games like this one, it could be an issue. If he falters against Georgia, it's probably not that big of an issue because. I think we anticipate that he will. Doesn't mean he'll be bad or have a poor showing, but if he's able to uh, point 
and get the team downfield and produce at a higher level against Louisiana Tech than he does Georgia, that's okay because that's supposed to happen. That's what we expect. So I don't know how much rope he has. I do know tonight he doesn't have to kill it. He doesn't have to be the best player on the field. He just needs to show up, similar to last season, be safe, and he'll probably take a little bit more risk than he did the previous season. Knowing that the offense that he's facing on the other side, or his defense is facing rather, isn't nearly as potent as what Mizzou is going to do, or what Mizzou is going to be able to produce at. So if he has a few three and outs, okay, it's fine. It doesn't mean the next time you're out, you have to chuck it 70 yards down the field and try to get it back. Not necessary. What's necessary is that he doesn't make a lot of mistakes and then ultimately lose this game, which is extremely winnable and, and quite frankly, needs to be won. This is the type of game that will it make you stand out in the SEC and they go, oh, wow, everyone take notice. Mizzou just beat Louisiana Tech. No. But if you beat the Bulldogs by three, do they say, wow, these guys still don't belong in this conference years later? Yeah, they will. Because you're at home. Okay, You have one of your top recruits ever in Luther Burden. You're playing a team that by no means is a bad team. Uh, again, I don't have any you know, ill will. or I mean, they're just, in terms of competitive level, they're lower, a lot lower. And there's a reason why this team, Mizzou, is in the SEC, and it's time to start proving why and start proving that the team does deserve to be here. And, and this is a big statement game for Brady Cook. So what I expect of Brady in this game, what I expect of Brady in this game is 275 yards, uh, four touchdowns, probably completing somewhere between 20 to 25 passes. I also expect Mizzou to do a lot on the ground intentionally. Like I, I think they come in with the intention of really running the ball and running the ball a lot. And there's a lot of reasons why that makes sense. And it's not just the Bulldogs run defense. It's because I think it's, it's designed to help level the passing game. Not only does it obviously open the passing game up if you can gash them at the line, but more importantly, and not just keeping them off balance, but more importantly, it helps establish confidence. Because in the event that Brady is having a difficult time moving the ball down the field, and I don't think that he will, but if he is, one thing he needs to see is positive yardage, whether it comes from him or not. Just positive yardage. I don't think they're going to have any issues with that. But in the event that the ball's not moving, the play of the speed of play, the gameplay is not going quite how Drinkwitz or Brady Cook thought, running the ball is the X factor. That's that's the piece that levels the playing field. And ultimately, Mizzou is much better on that side of the ball than Louisiana Tech is at stopping the run. That also applies to the passing game, but I expect them to run the ball more than probably most people think they will. Uh, Luther Burden. So my expectations of him in his first game, I don't know that I have any. Uh, I expect him to get open a lot. I wrote recently uh, on the Truman's Tales website, it's important that they win, and as mentioned earlier in this episode, it's important that they win and they escape healthy, especially at these offensive skill set positions. But equally as important is not putting the players in a position where they're more likely to get injured. And what I mean by that is I don't think we need to run a lot of 
low inside slants or quick outs where we may not only touch a, a cornerback but maybe getting near a linebacker. There are several ways to get Burden and other receivers open without putting them at risk and in harm's way. Because again, this game's extremely important. It is. Uh, and a W is huge. You lose this game, forget about a bowl game. Just, just forget it. Or a bowl game that anyone cares about. Okay? I mean, you want to go to the the Snickers Bowl in Tallahassee or wherever the heck they play these kind of offbeat, not fun, low-grossing uh, remedial bowls that are essentially the NIT of college football, sure. You want to go to a bowl game that's worth a darn, and I don't mean to play for the title, but one of the top 20 bowls, you cannot lose games like this. You understand? But you don't need Luther Burden to catch 12 passes, get 185 yards, and score three touchdowns. It's not necessary. Showcase his talent, right? He's open. He'll get open, give him the ball, and he'll make things happen in open space, but there's no need to risk him uh, in between the tackles more than we need to. So that that was one point of emphasis for me, and you can read about that on the site, is minimize risk to these, these really important pieces, pieces that you need against Georgia, okay, in Tennessee and Arkansas. Very important. So minimizing the risk has a lot to do with the way the game is called. And Backing up a hair, if we run the ball like we should, Luther Burden, who can get open on his own, right? If you've seen the guy run routes, I mean, I know it's high school, but watch it. There's a guy that comes to mind when I watch him run routes, and that's Devontae Adams, which is high, high praise. If you've been under a rock for six years, Devontae Adams is the best route runner in the National Football League. So, um, Moving on to the defense. The defense doesn't need to uh, produce a lot of turnovers. They don't need to block a kick, have two pick sixes. Again, it's not necessary that the Tigers show out in this game or overachieve. It's necessary that they show that they belong in the SEC. And the way you do that is Louisiana Tech can't put up 30 points on you. It just can't happen. There were games last year, and the Tennessee game stands out. And I know they're a good team, and they're a lot different than Louisiana Tech. However, there were games last year that you had experts, odds makers, other coaches, analysts, folks, oh, Mizzou's probably going to lose this one, you know, 28 to 26, or win this one by 10, just way off. Because the defense would get gashed. They became vulnerable. I don't know if that's a, a weakness mentally. I, I don't know what it was, but it wasn't talent. Like, could the Mizzou Tigers have had a better defensive unit? Yeah. Um, was it to the tune of giving up, like, 60 points to some of these people or some of these teams? Absolutely not. There was obviously a mental breakdown, uh, scheme. Something was off. I don't know what it was. But one thing I think is hugely important is that the Tigers hold this team to 24 points or less. I'd be good with that. Uh, if we can hold them to 24 points or less, that's six points a quarter, you know, that's whatever. It's 12 points a half. That's that's perfect. That's where we want to be. So I fully expect Mizzou uh, to beat Louisiana Tech and, and beat them pretty good. Uh, with that said, a disappointing exit point would be if this team allows 30 points 
to a team that's not one of the Power Five conferences. Okay, you're you're not playing Alabama, so. Yeah, obviously, if you're playing a team that good, you're going to get, not only are you going to give up a lot, you might give up 50, 60, 70. But you're not even playing a mediocre team here. And again, I'm not throwing salt on this squad. They're just not good enough to hang with or compete with the Missouri Tigers. So 30 points is embarrassing. 24 might even be disappointing. But 24 or more, I don't think that's a great showing for this defense. So... We'll see what happens, but ultimately, I fully expect Mizzou uh, to win this football game. So the odds makers, and the lines moved a lot. We opened at Mizzou favored by 18 and a half. Uh, recently, we've got it, uh, let's see here, current 20 and a half. So will Mizzou win by 21? I don't know if you tracked uh, the games last year. Um, Dave Matters, who covers uh, Mizzou, did an awesome job. Um kind of tallying how they performed in the past in a couple of his most recent articles. And one thing he really spoke to was if you were putting money on Mizzou to cover at home, you were losing. (laughs) And you were losing a lot. So do I think Mizzou wins by 21? Uh, Yeah, actually I do. So if you want to put Mizzou uh, to cover 20 and a half in this game, I think they do. And my final prediction is that this game is won by the Tigers 45 to 21. And I do think we cover that 20 and a half. And I also think we cover that 61 and a half over. So the Bulldogs aren't a great road team. Bulldogs aren't good enough to beat Mizzou. Mizzou's got something to prove. They've got some new shiny toys and they want to get them out there on the field and they want everyone to see it and they want to score a lot of points. And they want to give this home crowd what they deserve, which is an ass whooping of a lesser than opponent and prove that they're superior. And they are. So the Tigers have been underwhelming at home. Uh, Tigers know that the fans know that. The student body knows that. The players know that. The team knows that. They don't want to start the year like they finished last year. So fully expect Mizzou to win this football game, and I have them winning by 24. Kickoff is at 7 p.m., Uh, You're going to want to be in there early for the pregame show. The band will put on a great show. Uh, The university will have some other uh, cool stuff going on. They're going to light up the sections. We've got the color coding. It should be a great event. If you're having a difficult time finding the event online, I do know that Fubo offers a free trial. I don't know what the stipulations are. I don't know what your uh, cable or internet provider needs to be. I don't know if there's... Mobile applications, I'm sure you could go directly to their website, get all the specifications. But if you can't make it there, I'd love to know that y'all watched it. Uh, If you get a chance to listen to this show, um, give me some feedback if you have any questions on it. Uh, This is episode one. Uh, Happy to be with the Believe Network and happy that they believe in me, uh, pun intended. I'll be doing this at least once a week, and in most cases, it'll be twice a week. We've already got a couple of guests scheduled uh, over the next several months, uh, and they're definitely going to be folks you know. That's on the basketball and the football side, uh, former Mizzou alumni. So really excited about that. Again, my name's Joe Yancey. If you guys have questions, drop me a note, drop me a line. Um, all of Believe socials are published on uh, their website, and you can find our show there. So I enjoyed uh, this first step. I thank you guys much, and M-I-Z.